What's up, everybody? Welcome. Listen, it's uh, November now. Halloween's over. Uh, I give it about a week before we start hearing Mariah Carey on the radio station. So That's not my least favorite Christmas song, so I'm fine with that. What's your least favorite Christmas song? Get the mic closer. The, uh, the Beatles song. So this is Christmas. No, not that and one. What have you done? No. What? No, it's the. Uh, it's got like a weird do do. Um, there's a Christmas Beatles Christmas song that I can't stand. It clearly doesn't bother you enough for you no, to remember. No, well, because I I can't hear it right now. But how's it go? Do 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 do. do. Simply having a wonderful <laughs> I cannot stand that song. Yeah, that song gets stuck I wanna, in my head. I want to makes me want to stab people in the eyeball. I wonder how much money they got like paid to like sing that song. That's a Paul McCartney song. Like when if it's annoying like that and super repetitive, a hundred percent it's a Paul McCartney song. Which we all know that John Lennon was the better Beatle. Song I don't know. Ever. There were some Wing songs made it pretty big. Band on the Run made. Paul McCartney. All I all I know is the the only Beatles song that I, I guess. Well, let's get back to the. I guess. With the well, intro. You, you can you can tell. The only Beatles song that I really really love is. Um, Dude, you suck. All right, while well, you sit there and get your your Alzheimer's kicked back in place. Hey, thanks for joining us. Appreciate all the support you guys have been showing us and all throughout this year and everything that's going on now. So please, if you haven't. Go ahead and take the time right now to hit the subscribe button below if you're watching us on YouTube and if you're listening to us on any iPod distribution channel, such as Spotify, iTunes, whatever, go ahead and hit the subscribe button too. And if you really dig the podcast, please go ahead and share it to everybody else. And don't forget that we're doing a lot of extra content on YouTube, so you can join us for the live game streams. You can even jump in on the Discord channel that, uh, that we created now, so you can have a conversation with any of us whenever we're live streaming. Or just start the conversation on the chat. If you're a jerk, I'll kick you out. So, you know, don't be a dick. No, we'll be a dick back, by the way. Yeah. Well, I got yeah, we, no, we have no problems being dicks back. I See, unlike other podcasts, we have no problem with roasting you. And it's actually one of my favorite things to go on our video comments and just roasting people. So I got time. I got time. I will do the research. I'm actually making a video on one person alone who tried to, like, put me down. Because of my the the video that I did a long time ago that dissecting a fake black belt and it turns out it was this Hollywood wannabe like martial artist who claims himself like an MMA coach and stuff like the dude like he he couldn't do jujitsu if his life depended. By the way, on I got I got into an argument with a guy uh, at racetrack. No, over over Instagram over Sabah's uh, voting for for Trump. Oh gosh! I thought you were gonna sit there about like the. No, like, that was was super dorky, bug. No, but it's funny. <laughs> Give him credit for his doing it with a straight face. Oh, whatever, man. Why? What did he say? He just got mad that he talked he, trash. No, no, no. He got mad because Sabas made a post where he voted for Trump, and the dude was like, called him some some kind of name or whatever, and I was like, yeah. dude. Whatever, man. It's, I'm I'm glad all this stuff is going to be over soon once all this stuff gets figured out. But so. he does. He's got a podcast as well. It's called MMA Interviews. Who's Sabat? No, the guy that I got into it with. Oh, really? Uh, I think I know who you're talking about. Then, so I'll have to go check it out. Anyway, please don't forget to hit the subscribe button. And why don't you take the time and check out the sponsors, the people who support us, who have supported us from day one. And if you check out the description of the video or the podcast, you'll get the hookup. That's right. We give out some. Discount promo codes where you get to hook up on some of the best gear in jujitsu from awesome sponsors like Choke Aloha, who have some of the best gear, like I'm rocking right now. Jujitsu Soap Co. has some amazing soaps and uh, bath bombs and oh bombs stuff. And you, well, you know, if you hadn't taken time reading your phone, Grandpa. Um, and also Draft Choke. So shout out to all of our sponsors. Please check them out. Go give them some support. When you support them, you're also supporting us when you're using the promo code. So please take the time out. We appreciate it. Let us know. If you dig the gear, take a po photo of it, post it, tag us, and we'll share it as long as you're not ugly like this guy. So we'll get it out there. But let's get into some shit talking because I do have a little bit of jujitsu news that we got oh going on God. there. 
Okay, you're done, finally. By the way, the song is Don't Let uh, Me Nobody down. Cares. Nobody Don't let Cares. Me down. Yeah. That's my favorite beat. You let me down all the time. Okay, let's get this party started. You don't have the, you can't hear the other one. So you get your herpes out there? No, I got my lip split at Jay-Z's. Oh, you got your, uh, that's got, right. I got an elbow. By by Jay-Z or by no, no, Lex? No, neither by one of the other kids, young kid. You got an elbow by a kid? He's going mm. for a head and arm and he like snatched his elbow back and was like, whack. I was like, mother of pearl. And you can't do mouth guards either. Yeah. Nope. So you got to take that one to the. To I the, took it like a man. With your bird lips, it sucks. So you got no protection here. Take a shot. It's like it's like mini mouth guard right here. This this is a natural main mouth guard. <laughs> the inside sucks when you get shot like that. Oh, so you're like, training with uh, uh helping Lex out training for I the just fight did today. Just today. Yeah. Um, How's he looking? I haven't spoken to Lex in a while. He's looking good. I mean, he. he I mean, look, he's 49 years old, man, and he's gonna do a fight. Yeah, he's so it's like Lex is like as nice as he is. People don't realize he's a he's a legit badass. He's well, a, he, I I love. He told me today why he's doing it, and yeah. I, I was I was like, now that's rad. No, he's got he's got a legit. And if you guys don't know who we're talking about, Lex McMahon, the uh, one of the owners of uh, Titan Fighting uh, Titan FC, which is an organization that I worked for for a couple of years. A great organization. Um, check them out. UFC Fight Pass. Yeah, they got the fights on UFC Fight Pass, but go check it out. Um, Titan FC on Instagram and stuff, or the website, and uh, so you can he- see the whole story that uh, the reason why Lex is fighting and stuff like that, which is really cool. Um, much respect for him, especially at, at his age. And not that I should be like throwing out my man's like personal business, but he's like legit, like almost blind. Yeah, so, like, when we went out shooting a couple of years ago, like, he's got to wear, like, some thick glasses. And he was doing it without his glasses, and he was still nailing targets. Like, he's he's a, a Marine through and he's through. A Marine, yeah, yeah. He's a, he so doesn't care. Was, like, take was, his eyesight. Know, he's still nailing that shot. So, I, I worked with him. You know, we, we worked on some mount escapes and stuff like that today and, yeah. and what to do. And, and uh Probably he'll probably be there next Wednesday. I'll work with him again. Yeah, you know it's just good to have somebody. I'm sure for him to have somebody close to the to, other side. Yeah, yeah, bigger to to work with. Yeah, I want to go roll with Lex. Go bear hug him. Actually, it wouldn't even make that much of a difference because he because he had Struve, like for the longest time training with him. So I'm sure Struve put enough length on him. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, you know he was Struve's he or I guess he still is Struve's like manager. He was Brendan Schaub's manager. Um, I think he still manages Shorty. But, yeah, no, Lex, Lex is a hard worker, man. He's got an awesome family, too. His his daughters are hilarious. They're super fun uh, to, to be around because we used to do a podcast over at his place, too. So you sit in his office, and there's, like, dead animals, knives, and guns all over the place. Like, this this is what I'm talking about. <laughs> um, are you going to do World's Masters or what? Yeah. Are you going to do American Nationals? No. So, in case you haven't heard, so let's get right into the news before we get into some shit talking. Um, American Nationals is announced. It's going to be in Dallas December 4th through the 6th. So, it's literally American Nationals and the week after Masters. Or two, right, yeah, a week after. Yeah, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> yeah. I'm a couple of our guys are doing it. Should be fun. <laughs> a couple of our guys are doing it. So, it should be at least ending the does everything. Anea, man, I give Anea props because last year Anea put in a lot of work. He was, like, working out a lot, and then um, I think he toned it down a little bit. But And it sucks for him because this year um, he came back with a vengeance, and regardless of, like, you know, even with the pandemic, like, I know he was still kind of, like, training and stuff. So I think he missed out on a lot of opportunities to really, like, shine. Um, but he's putting in the work, man. I'm he's really tra- proud of the guy. Traveling to every single tournament. Yeah it's, yeah, it's like he's uh he. I'm really proud of the kid because he's like even in the last six months, his game has improved like tenfold. Like I have to like, I have to really pay attention. Like I can't be just like laxed on it because like he will get it and he'll get it legit. And even like if we start kind of scrapping a little bit more, 
like he will catch it. Like he will catch like a, a nice like triangle or something like that. So it's there's no joke, man. Competition changes you. Yeah. When you compete that much, it'll yeah. change you. Yeah, and it, like the good part too is when you get the that change of mindset of when you come in to actually compete. And, you know, you're finishing the matches the way that he's finishing them. Man, it's good. And he's, he's had some tough matches. And he's all about, like, whatever. Like, absolute, done. Like, he'll sign up yeah, for the absolute, absolute, too. too yeah. Which is, he can, listen, man, I've watched him, like, flip guys my size. I've watched him legitimately flip guys my size. So he can do it. I think it's just certain, like, man, if he tweaks just certain little things in his game or his mindset on, like, the reasoning for certain moves instead of just the technique alone, dude, he's going to be a world beater for sure. For sure. Um, but yeah, so American nationals on December 4th and, um, this weekend. Yeah. This weekend is actually that Polaris squad too. So I'm going to, I'm going to tune in. Like I watched a little bit of that first one and it was, I mean, I love the guys from Polaris. They're friends of mine, but man, that first one was boring because everything was like draw, 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 draw. Um, fight pass. Yeah, it's on fight pass. So it's it's just the European teams, obviously, because of like the travel ban and stuff. I'll tell you what, I if they were smart, they would they would adopt those that that golden the uh golden point. Is that what it is? The golden uh like takedown, like whoever gets the first the, point the last wins. Point at, yeah, the first point wins. <clears throat> I think it, I think we're in a weird state right now with jujitsu. I think everybody now is on the search for that perfect rule set. And it's either you're looking for the perfect rule set or you just want ADCC rules. Because EBI rules don't really work. They, they're, yeah, they're, they, I used to love the EBI rules. I never I never truly liked them. Cause but but I really like that golden point that, you know, at, at the end, if there's no there's no points and no winner, then next point wins. And for, first point wins. I mean, for wins. sure. I, it's it's, uh, it's deathmatch. Like, I, that's what it should be. Like, next point wins. So you can't and that be. And kind of like, turns into an ADCC match from there, like and that golden point like time. Yeah, it's like ADCC. It's aggressive yeah. as shit. Cause yeah. Well, I mean, I think that's the part too that makes it super tough for ADCC because like a lot of people don't realize that the time is split. That About the five and five. Yeah, the five and five is split. So like, yeah, a lot of people will coast that first five minutes, and then then they start playing it. But I mean, that's why you get guys that are like, you know. Gordon and like Cyborg that know how to play the rules to the T. But when it comes to all these other rule sets, I mean, some rule sets are absolutely just garbage. Like, there's just, just say IBJJF rules and let's just move on with whatever's going on right now. I had heard a rumor that they were thinking about going to the Golden Point. IBJJF? I doubt it. I doubt it. I think maybe they, they, they were going to do it for like Black Belt Finals. Maybe, I don't know. Like, which would kind of make sense. I think they need to get rid of closeouts. Closeouts shouldn't be allowed. Yeah, closeouts should not be allowed. Like, closeouts should not be allowed. I'm going to say this to to the world. If if you do a closeout, that's cheap. You're 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 cheating yourself, and you're cheating your your friend or your. I think your you're teammate. cheating the audience of a good match, and you're cheating the audience. Just compete. If you can't handle the, if you can't handle the emotion afterwards at the gym, then you're in the wrong sport. I mean, it is what it is. You know, that's the way, like, people choose to, to run and everything. But I think we're at such a weird spot of everybody trying to find that perfect rule set that for that to happen, I think there, there needs to become a, a unified jiu-jitsu refereeing organization. Like, people that are specifically just certified 100% zero like minimal to zero mistakes on every call and you know that this is the golden standard for jiu-jitsu matches no more oh like oh we got the purple belt at our school that he can come in do it and then stupid shit happens you know what I mean like that kind of stuff has to be cut out for you to be able to say okay we know that we have a list of referees in these places that are certified under all these rule sets. If you want to do EBI rules, okay, we got the person. If you want to do ADCC rules, we have the person. Like, you can't get, like, an ADCC ref. Like, you can't just say, oh, like, I'm, a, I'm aware of the ADCC rule set. Uh-uh. If you're doing ADCC rules, you have to have an ADCC ref. 
Like you have to have an ADCC ref, which that's what makes it hard when people say that they want that kind of rule set. It's like it, that you can't do it that easily. Like you just can't. So it's like that's why for me the you go to Naga, like people don't understand that like the rules are different. So then you end up having people bitch or you watch like people go to IBJJF that only competed in Naga, have no clue what they're doing, end up destroying somebody's knee because they're doing something stupid. And then they complain because they got DQ'd. So it's just one of those things like, uh-uh. dude, I was watching this weekend a bunch of like the Hello Japan highlights. Oh man, I haven't spoken to him forever, but like, I love the highlights. I love just sitting there like 30 minutes of just people uh, what, fucking up. things go wrong? What, is that one? Uh, how to get DQ'd. How to get, is that what it is? How yeah. to get DQ'd? How to get DQ'd. He's got some of the best highlights on, on the, the different DQs. He actually, I haven't seen it in a while. But he has, like, some awesome highlights of individual people. I saw a, there's a highlight of a guy getting slammed twice in the same tournament by two different guys in the same way. He jumps guard, and then they, they like, come up and slam They him. come up and slam him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a... I've seen it. The one where, the one the first time it happens, the guy is like... Hey, what the hell? Like, right, and then he starts rolling around. Yeah. Then it happens again. I'm like, oh, that guy's. This is happening to this guy quite a, a lot. lot. Yeah, people don't know the. But you know what? What's funny is, is it's that stuff happens a lot less now. Now, uh, uh-uh. uh, yeah, dude. The slamming, yes. No, but the no, other but, stuff, but no. more and more. I think more and more people like. Back when I first started competing in like like mid two thousands, yeah, it was kind of wild westy. Right, like like nobody really knew the rule set. Yeah. You know, you just kind of went and and did it, and like I didn't know points or whatever. I just was trying to kill somebody. Yeah. Um, Get the mic up to your mouth. You can hear like no, you're talking up here. I literally have the headphones. I I know what's going. on. Your headphones are piece of shit. Um. (laughs) Stupid. (laughs) All right, so go. But like now in 2020, uh, what a year. Um, now in 2020. Uh, I think more and more people understand what is uh, what is expected, you know, in 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 the in the I, whole rule set. It's like like they they have a better like we don't see as much idiocy as we used to see. It happens. It's I don't. Not, it will never be clear of idiocy. Yeah, I don't think we're getting the same kind of slams and stuff again like we used to. But I. Th- I or think reaps we, as many reaps or no, see the reaps are happening. I think the the reaps continue to happen, and I think the um, excuse me the um, like the random like weird like positions that that dudes are gonna try and go to now because they're gonna try either doing some kind of calf slicer or whatever like things that they see on TV or that they're learning at their gym, but they never saw, like their coach doesn't compete, so they're not gonna be like, hey, by the way, like. Practice the rule set. Understand the rules. Like, there's so many coaches out there that never tell their par- like their students, know the rules. Like, there should be, at least for me, if I have a whole group of white belts that I know that they want to compete. And, like, listen, every week for, like, 15 minutes at the end of class, we're going to go over the rule set. We're going to sit there and go over all the rules, the points and stuff like that. All the roles, someone should be sitting there and counting, like, the points, like this, 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 and this. What I do is, <clears throat> for my gi classes, I roll IBJJF rules. But the no gi is? No no gi is prison rules. Yeah. So, um. Which is kind of the way that tournaments are now anyway. Unless getting, it's IBJJF. No yeah, yeah. Besides IBJJF. What I'm curious about now is that the IBJJF is allowing the heel hooks and stuff. And knee and reaping no in brown belt and black belt. Who's going to come in from the outside of IBJJF, like, competition to, like, demolish everybody? And who's going to drop out? Because I have a feeling there's going to be a lot of, like, the high-level guys that normally win that are going to get wrecked first round. Because now it's one of the no-gi guys that's like, oh, I can knee reap, I can do all my stuff. Like, and now it's a no excuses for anybody from 10th Planet to sign up for IBJJF because they can do whatever they want now. I mean, minus, like, scissor sweep, like, takedowns. Like, you can knee reap. You can heel hook. You can do, like, any of that stuff. Go for it. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't other know if we'll lose twister? anybody. I think, I think I'll... Yeah. Other, other than a twister? That pisses me off. Hey, listen. That's, if you get that pisses me off because that is something that we my school has worked on, is, is twister. 
because it is so easy to get to. Yeah. And 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 it's and it's the fact that they don't allow it. Like I can understand a neck crank. But this is a whole body twist. It's a spinal crank. <laughs> How is that you know? any different? It's just lower. You can't Well, no, it's your whole body. So like if it's just your neck, you could damage the neck. It's a lot harder you to damage da- to damage the entire spine at Not once. Not really. Yeah. Not really with that kind of torque that you're getting. Yes. Just because someone can't do it that well on you, like, you're not going to sit there and you're not going to know that pain. You never felt that pain. Like I have felt who's it. Who's done the, the twister to you? I've let, when I let my students no. try it on me. Yeah, oh, the guys that are 5'5", five, five, all 130 pounds. What are you talking about? Calvin's 6'2". Calvin? Yeah. Oh, you mean the guy that, that competed at what? What weight class? 170. And you're how much? It, it doesn't matter. Come on. Okay, so... What, 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 all right, what, so who are you to tell me what my pain felt like? So I know exactly you, what the twister no, felt like. No. So you're telling me... Because it doesn't take a lot so of torque. Is Calvin going to give you the same amount of torque doing the twister as if Cyborg did it? I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. Probably not, but Calvin is super strong. So if... Super strong. I'm not saying he's not strong. He is strong. He, he, is, he is definitely uh, 220 strong. Definitely. Okay, so because that's a, a, a stupid comparison. You're going out competing. Against it does the, not no, matter. Listen. You, the okay, hold on. For the twister, okay. no matter who puts it on, it doesn't need to be it doesn't need so to be you're crazy. Telling me, you're telling me you're rolling against Gabriel Gonzaga again, and Gabriel Gonzaga gets you in a twister. You're going to last holding out just as long as you would if Calvin was going to didn't. Go. I didn't let, I, I let Calvin put me in it, so I don't know. As soon as when he got, I wanted him to feel what how easy it was. I let him get me in it. As soon as he started pulling my neck, I was very uncomfortable, and I ended and I had to tap. <laughs> very uncomfortable. Yeah, it's not going to be so, very uncomfortable. It's going to be very painful. It's same same. No, uncomfortable and painful is the same same. To no, me. Oh, no, it's not. You yes. know, it's not. Don't no, stop. Yes. Don't yes. know. With all your, oh, well, you know, with all my years of wrestling, you know, you got to learn how to take a little bit of, like, discomfort and pain. Like, no. Now you're just oh. saying that because you don't want to admit you were wrong. No, I'm not wrong. Because I can sit there and say, like. You've never even been in a twister. What, how do you know? Because I know. No. See, that's when you're stupid. That's when no, you're stupid. I, I know no. you haven't been in a twister. No, that's not true. Because I even did it when I rolled with Felipe. And Felipe put me in one. Dumb, dumb. What like, Felipe? Little Felipe. <laughs> so. So you're telling me. That little Felipe put you in a in a twister and you and and you were fine. No, I never said that Did I was you fine. Tap? Hell yeah, I tapped before he got to the point where oh, he was cranking okay. me. Okay, so it doesn't so you are so it does not matter the size. If you listen, get hold on, stop, position, shut up for a minute and pay attention. Position, no, because you know, so you doing that obviously shows that you're wrong because you didn't listen when I told you that as soon as he got me into it, he didn't crank. I already tapped. So I already, you didn't. So you've never been in it. Oh my gosh, you're fucking retarded. Going to the next question. We're going to the next. No, because you know you're wrong. No, no, I'm not wrong. You know you're wrong because you're stupid. Okay, let me put you in a twister right now and tell me that I'm putting out the same amount of effort that Calvin did when he did to you. Yeah, 100%. I guarantee you, it does not matter. All right, settle up. Let's go. We're not doing it on this table. Why not? not? We do not have enough room for you to put me in a twister. Number one. Number two. All right, so we'll do it. We'll do it for video. We'll you, do it for video. It okay, does we'll, not matter. We'll do it for video. Because it doesn't take a lot of torque for it to happen. I'm not saying it's not taking a lot of torque. I never it said that. Doesn't ta- all I'm the- saying the effort that it, the the amount of put out of energy and strength that Calvin is gonna put is nowhere near someone in the exact same weight class as you, and you know that. One hundred percent. But so that that's what I'm mean, saying. That doesn't mean it's going to be any worse. The pain is the pain. No matter how hard they pull, the pain is the pain. Let me ask you a question. If I put you in an arm bar, compared to if Anaya put you in an arm bar, is it going to be different? Absolutely. No. The arm bar is an arm bar. When your arm is locked out, there's no more pain. That There's no difference between the, the, the pain that I put on and he puts on. You're putting out a whole different argument whatsoever. That is not about the pain. We're talking about the output of pressure that it's going to take. Calvin is not going to put enough pressure out there to snap your spine. He could. Cal- oh, my gosh. You're so fucking He stupid. could. 
Calvin so, is a ball of muscle. Calvin, as strong as he is, is not going to be anywhere remotely close as if you got either Luke Rockhold or Gabriel Gonzaga putting you in a twister. What, why, it doesn't matter. The, the, it does not matter because it's one of those positions where you don't have to use a lot of torque. Is there a difference the, between someone putting you in a triangle compared to somebody? Like, if I put you in a triangle compared to somebody else putting you in a triangle? Yeah, because you need to have the length to do it. This doesn't, you don't need the length to do a twister. If Felipe can put you in a friggin' and put you in a twister, then you don't, you, that shows you, you don't need to be big to do it. No one said that the size makes a difference. So if you can get That's it or not. Saying. No, you dummy. That's what you're saying. The no. size makes a difference. The, the, si- the strength and size of the person putting in the chokehold, putting I in the twister. You're stupid. You're dumb. You're dumb, dude. I'm not. I'm not even going to get into it with you because you're so you're so stupid at the fact that you can't have a conversation when you know you're wrong. I'm not wrong. Yeah, I, well, I guarantee you that you are. If and you, I'm because how would I'm you know you've th- never been in the twister? I'm more than happy. The, you, I'm you more pussied, than happy. You pussied out before okay. you could feel what it felt like. Okay, buddy. Whatever you Let say. Let me tap. Let me tap. Let me pussy out because I don't want to okay, feel it, buddy. Yeah, because I'm not going to be dumb like you. And be like, oh guys, I can't I can't ruin my back. Pussy. Oh, I don't want to feel it. Tap me out. Tap me mm-hmm. out. Yeah, let me know how that worked out for you. It works out fine. I never got hurt rolling. What? You never got hurt rolling? Not rolling. Not rolling? No. Do you want me to pull up the highlight of you getting your legs snapped from Gabriel That's Gonzaga? That's tournament. I thought... That's rolling. Is that not rolling? What is that? That's a comp- competition. Are they sure that's not rolling, rolling in competition? No, not, no, that's not. That's not rolling in competition? No, no, it's not rolling. Rolling is what you oh. do at the end of class. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Whatever you say, buddy. Rolling. Anyway, next, um, a bunch of Bellator fighters got kicked out. Of what? You really? Are you going to ask Bellator? That? They got fired is what you're saying. They got kicked out. They got fired or they're, they um, retired. But including AJ Agazam, which that's kind of that, interesting That to doesn't me. surprise me. I mean. He's, he's had lackluster showings. He's won his fights. He lost one, I think. Yeah, but he it, it, it's it, it's the it was an ugly. It wasn't ugly like fight. a big striking fight. He no, made it, it was a jitsu match. It wasn't even a. It was more of a wrestling match than anything. It was the 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 AJ Agazar matches that I watched were not were like snooze fests. Yeah, snooze fests. But so did Frank Mir, uh, Roy Nelson, which kind of like it, it makes sense because of their age. Yeah, they just aged out. But they're like they didn't retire. Joe Schilling got kicked out too. He got fired. And then he's um, old Drew. He's thirty six. Like he's not too bad. I mean, he's still glory former glory kickboxing champion stuff like that. So he still had fights in him. Um, but I'm curious now where AJ's going to go because he's not going to go to the UFC. No, he's not going. He's not going. So the only other option for him is either going to be something like Ryzen or One FC or. He's just not going to do MMA. I don't think so. I think he's going to stay in MMA. He's going to stay in MMA. I don't sure. know what his... Let me see what his record is. I think... I want to say it was something like 3-2 and two or something like that. 3-3. Three and three. Oh, and then obviously what's his face too because of vacating the belt. You know, I could have pulled it up here faster, right? Well, you should told me that he's 5... He's three and two, right? Yeah. So, both losses by decision, and three wins by submission. No, one by one by uh, decision, two by submission. Yeah. He he, cro- he lost to Chris, his last fight, unanimous decision. He's triangled uh, Adele Altamini. He beat Jonathan Kuros. What's by his weight class? One forty-five. And where's Gary fight? One. No weight class. I think one seventy. No, really? Yeah, I think so. Because you fight up a weight class in one. Featherweight. He fights in featherweight. What's AJ? Yeah, that's one thirty-five. No, lightweight. Yeah, AJ's lightweight. 
So he's a 146. I think Gary could stay up there 145. Ooh, Gary Tonin against Yeah, AJ but they're, they're weird at one where, like. No, they have the, the 10%. Uh, you're not allowed to, to cut more than 10%. But from everybody that I spoke with, it's not like a solid, solid check. You know, like if you're overseas, like remember, like when Herbert was in it, like he told me, like flat out, he's like, yeah, they, they ask you, is all they do. It's like, oh, did you do that? Okay, whatever. Like once you get over there, they don't like truthfully care. I think the only time they really cut anybody out, I can't even think. I don't, I think they only did it to like one or two people. California will kick people out now because of like if they get past that 10 percent. Uh, Florida level. did it to, to Gilbert. To Gilbert. Yeah, but that one was weird. That one was weird. Like it wasn't a, it wasn't like a legit thing. Like I think he only had like a couple of pounds left. And it was, like, weird the way that they did it. And to me, it seemed like it was probably a little bit more personal just because it's a Florida commission. But that's neither here or there. I'm back into the idea of Gary Tonin going up against A.J. Agazam. Because that's going to be – I would be a I think, I think they've competed against each other before. I'm sure they, they rolled against each other before. But I would highly favor – no disrespect to AJ, but I would highly favor Gary on that one, which I still would want AJ, to see. AJ is great selling the fight. He is not great but see, that's fighting what I'm the saying. fight. Like, how entertaining would it be the lead-up to that fight of AJ against Gary? They're, they're, not, they're in different leagues. And what I mean by that is... Oh, no, and shit-talking? No, no, no. I think Gary is like 5-0. and oh. No, I think he's better than that, isn't he? No, I don't think so. Right now, I just had it up. Uh, five and zero, oh, yeah. Five and zero, oh, uh, all by finish. Submission or TKO? Yeah, but that's what I'm saying though. Like, yeah, but, me, but, it's, but it's like you can't. Like, five it would be and a oh, very, very bad. All fight. finishes. It would be a bad fight for AJ, and it would be a a non consequential fight for Gary. Yeah, it's like a, it's like a lose lose for but everybody. As a fan, Knowing the kind of shit talking that would happen on the lead up to the fight, but Gary doesn't really talk shit before the fights. I just think AJ would try and like inflame him so bad <laughs> that Gary would just have to respond. Yeah, well, we, you know, we saw we saw what happened when he competed against Wagner. Oh yeah, it's funny. I actually watched that again the other day. He really, really sent him out out of that. Yeah, that he kicked ring. his ass. Like kicked. He literally, literally kicked, kicked, kicked his him ass in out. the ass. I think that's the last time I saw Wagner compete in a gi. Was that match? What's the last time I've seen like Wagner compete in a gi? I can't even think that. I gotta. I don't know. The planners go down there this weekend, though. Are you gonna go down? You gotta train with. Uh, I think Gilbert will be down there too. Have you been to Sanford? Went to Sanford two weeks ago. It's a nice gym, man. It's kind of dope. It's I don't know what the hell that other place is. There's like it's connected with this place called Barwis, something like that. But you go in, it's a nice little, like, storefront, like, hardwood and stuff. They have a pool table right there, and, like, I think there's a gym, like a weightlifting gym. And then you hang a right, and it's this huge open gym. It's big, like, man. Think of the mat space that was at Jocko when it was at its biggest times two. Yeah. Like that. I've, it was seen massive. This. I've seen the pictures. It's massive. But the weirdest part is that there's, like, batting cages right next to it. So it's like there's cycles all the way over here, huge mass Why space. Why are there cages? I don't know. I think I guess they train baseball players there, like the Barwis people, I guess, train baseball oh, okay. players or something. But, I mean, it's either way, it's it's a nice freaking gym, man. It's uh, all white, white, uh, well, black hopefully, rifle Hopefully coffee. Gilbert gives Ari his black belt. I don't see why not. Probably after, like, another year. <laughs> no. Ari's ready. Ari's been ready. I'm not ready. saying Ari isn't ready. Again, pay attention. I'm saying that it's probably going to just be like a year of him no. teaching under Gilbert. No. I don't think so. I think Gilbert Gilbert will. The Gilbert rule? No, I think Gilbert will give it to him earlier. I don't see why not. I don't see why not. It's funny. I mean, he, he is teaching his system. You know, his, I yeah. mean, he's. So and there's a reason why Ari got that job. Yeah. So. It's funny, like, Gabe comes back. He's like, I just finished rolling with Gilbert. 
we trained all takedowns. Like, fuck this, I'm tired. <laughs> I was like, good, let's roll, let's go. <laughs> I'm like, perfect. Like, I need some. some yeah, Gabe's going to get good doing, because he, he drills with Ari every morning. Yeah, he drills with Ari. He's doing, like, two a days, man. Like, you know, I mean, he, he hasn't trained that hard like, like he used to, and now he's going back to it. So once he gets back into that routine, man, uh, Gabe's going to be a beast. Like, he's pretty solid now. So, like, training with Ari and then going over there, too, and stuff like that. Gabe's going to be pretty solid, too. Um, speaking of black belts, Nikki Ryan and Ethan Krellenstein got their uh, black belts. Nikki got his black belt after a year as brown belt. That's all you really, That's the minimum. No, I know that's the minimum. Yeah. But that's, like, I think it was just because he needed to wait a year by IBJJF rules or something. That, like, I think Donna Hurd was going to do that because he got his brown belt at ADCC. I watched him get it. So, it's, uh, man. Now it opens up the door for even more matches and stuff for him. There's going to be a lot of challenges now. And he's still only, what, 18, 19? Yeah. Young, 17, right? No, I think he's older than 17. No, yeah, he's going to be 18, 19 now. Um, I'm wondering if the, he could ever get as big or as good. Nicky Ryan, age 71 years <laughs> No, that's the Irish recording engineer. It's funny. It says, Nikki Ryan, Irish recording engineer, but it's got the photo of, like, the whole crew. <laughs> Nicholas Dominic Ryan is an Irish music producer, recording engineer, and manager. He is best known as a longtime business and recording partner of the singer, songwriter, and musician Enya. <laughs> that's funny. Some... That's great. I love Wikipedia. Uh, let me see. No. Give me Nikki Ryan. This is old article from Flow Grappling. Come on, yeah, well, Flow. What year was it? It's at 16. Yeah. We can do the math. We can do calculations. 2017? So three years ago. So 19. Or he's either 18 or 19, depending on when his birthday is. Depending on when his birthday is. Speaking of which, Flow Grappling, for real, you need a couple more articles on Nikki Ryan here. That's not... That's a disgrace that he's only got like one or two articles on here. What's up with this? Yeah. So yeah, he they they got their black belt and their knives. Oh, you didn't know this? So Donaher gifts knives uh, as his uh, as his gift to his students. Let me pull it up because I was reading the whole explanation. It's actually pretty cool, like uh, reasoning behind it. Um, like symbolism for him, it's all about like symbolism. Uh, John Donahue Instagram. Um, let me see. I love the fact that he's got like giant ass. <laughs> like wait, wait. Hold on, let me see if I can pull up the post that he had. I guess it's this one. So I'm often asked why I sometimes present students with a knife or sword after significant achievement. I believe strongly in the value of symbols in our lives our lives as a mean of clarifying, representing, and reminding us of ideas that are important. And I believe blades have a good uh, deal of symbolic meaning in martial arts. Blade tools and weapons were one of the first great instances of technology, taking mankind from our primitive beginnings at the bottom of the animal kingdom and taking us out of the common food chain as dominant over other animal species. Naked we humans are among the most feeble of animals, but with spears in hand, we among the most formidable... Uh, I can't even see. We, among the most formidable, just as jiu-jitsu is a technology that takes us from feeble helplessness in the face of confrontation to a formidable adversary for even much stronger and more aggressive tormentors. Ooh, that's deep. Uh, I lost my place. Knives like jiu-jitsu are morally neutral. They can be used to perform good deeds, save lives, and they can be used for murder. <laughs> All right, aggressive. Uh like jujitsu, they are only as good or bad as the person using them. Steel, the basis of blades, goes through the, the a metamorphosis from clumps of iron ore and through knowledge, refinement, and extreme pressure is forged into beautiful, shining steel. Just as we begin as unpromising, clumsy white belts and are subjected to pressure and knowledge that transforms us into black belts. It goes on for a while longer. But. Yeah, I was going to say, do we have time to read a John Yeah, he, is, like, he goes deep into it. But it's cool, man. Hey, I'd, I'd be dope to get... Um, get a knife from John Donaher. I wonder if he's sponsored by them. Did you see the photo of him without a without a rash guard on? No. Someone posted. I think it's uh because Jitsu 
posted a photo of um, Donaher without uh, in a t-shirt. Yeah, just in a t-shirt. Am I right? Am I? Yeah, here you go. Seeing John Donaher without a rash guard is like seeing a turtle without a shell. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's awkward. That's that's a rare sight to behold, to see any of that. So oh, can I put it? I won't put it up on the stream, and it becomes a pain in the butt. But yeah, so shout out to Nikki Ryan. We still got to get him on the podcast. I got to reach out to uh, to our buddy and uh, see if we can get Nikki. Actually, I wanted to do a um, a live game stream with him and like do an interview slash live game stream. It'd be kind of fun to do. That would be kind of fun. Like just shit talking while playing video games. Like yeah, you could beat me on the mats, but I just boom headshot. Oh, we should do that. I could start up a nice little private server. We could do a game of Among Us, too. It would kind of be funny just to be us to see who the imposter is. Um, but, yeah. So, I'm curious as to what the the next steps are going to be for him. Just because, like, he hasn't competed that much other than, like, one or two matches here and there. He competed against Jay-Z earlier in the year. At, um, he competes all the time. No, Nicky Ryan, no. Yeah. No, he didn't compete. Like, he doesn't compete a lot. Uh, let me see. Where's my <coughs> BJJ Heroes? Does he have a BJJ Heroes page? I would love to see him, like, go through the, um, go through, like, the IBJJF Nogi just to, like, rack up kills and see, like, going through, like, Well, you know, here's the thing, man. It, there's it, there's going to be a lot of killers doing it. For sure. Why is he not coming up? Ryan Hall. Let's just go to the... Yeah, see. So he did three matches this year. Jay-Z, then Ty Rutolo, and then Tony Ramos. So, no, he hasn't competed that much. There um, hasn't been a lot of competitions. He competed a lot last year, but, no, there's been... Pretty decent amount of competitions, all things considered. Not of like, of note. Third coast, fight to win, submission underground. Yeah, but subversive the other day. <clears throat> I mean, there's again, there hasn't been major, major ones, but there's been some pretty good ones that could have hosted his level of competition. Now, my thing is, does he go up against Mikey? He's way bigger than Mikey. I mean, Mikey's gotten pretty big too, though. But yeah, yeah. But he's way, still way bigger than Mikey. And he's going to get bigger, like, anyway. Yeah. I mean, clearly he never stopped Mikey. Definitely didn't stop Mikey against uh, Ali. So, I think it would be a good match just to, to see. Yeah, but then I watched Mikey get... Smashed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that depends. Yeah. Yeah, that was weird. But no, he didn't compete at Pants. He did. Mikey Musumeki? Mm-hmm. I thought he wasn't coming to Pants. He wasn't, but then he did. I watched the match. Really? That's weird. You think maybe he was, like, fucking with he people? Entered, he entered the heavyweight division. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. I wasn't paying attention to the heavyweight division. Do you think he was, like, fucking with people to catch people by surprise? I don't think Mikey's like that. I don't think that's what it was. I think he was just... Legitimately not going to do it, and then said, "Eh, why like not?" It. They probably like reached out, like, "You sure you don't want to compete free entry?" He's like, "Okay, I do, I do." I got to check out his his DVD. He released the DVD finally, so I'm curious to see what he added on there compared to what he taught us a few years ago. You're right, you're spacing out on me. I'm trying to think what he taught. You well, you didn't take the classes. He was, remember when he oh, was teaching Jocko, yeah. him, and, him and Tammy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, they taught us a couple of like, good, really, like, high-level techniques, considering a lot of us were just white belts and blue belts. I think, man, who's the, I think the only person that was probably purple belt at the time was Gabe. Because Ari was just training with Mikey anyway. Other than that, it was all white belts. It's pretty crazy. And they probably had no effing clue. They had no clue. The people taking the class? I mean, they knew because... Well, we didn't really know either. I mean, we we knew they were good, and we knew Mikey had won world championships. 
up until brown belt, but he wasn't a black belt champion at that point. No, but I think it's also... He wasn't Mikey Musumeci that the world knows now. I mean, no. I think I knew a little bit more just because hanging around with Gilbert more and hanging around with him like a little bit more and talking to them more. Because if someone's under like Gilbert's wing like that point, like then that's someone that's got some caliber to them. Like Gilbert just doesn't pick up anybody like that. So it's I kind of knew, but man, I wish we could have had like some more classes with him because that was it was a lot of like cut to the chase, like this, 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 and this. This is what works. This is why. And then, like, you could ask, like, any kind of question, and he would, uh, Mikey would get so deep into the, like, intricacies or whatever, you could end up having, like, a four-hour class. If there wasn't, like, other stuff going on on the mats at the time, you'd end up having a four-hour class because we'd all be just sitting there, like, talking, asking questions and trying out techniques and stuff. Yeah. So, I'm curious to see, but, I mean, I don't know. I don't, I don't know what he's going to do, but I think a good match between him and Nicky Ryan would definitely – should go on the. I don't know. I don't know, Mikey. Mikey. I don't know how Mikey is well versed. Mikey is in the leg game. Pretty good. Didn't he have the fastest submission with a leg lock? With a, with a, with a straight, straight ankle, ankle lock, lock, but that's that's not the leg game. That's that is that's true. That is you know IBJJF rules, but that is not the leg game. That he is. also caught it like really like at a weird angle. Yeah. I think it's deeper than he's shown. I would say that it's well. Yeah, it might show. be. I don't. I don't. I don't yeah. know. I just. I'm just saying. It all depends. Is is how well versed he is on on that. That's why I'm curious about like the change, man. I'm really, really curious about the change of the IBJJF rules and what that means for the the tournaments, like the swing of powers. Like, well, first we, of all, they really don't have a lot of nogi tournaments. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, so, so, so is it really going to make that big of a deal? I think so. Like, if all of a sudden you start getting people from, like, Tenth Planet coming in, excuse me, and wrecking the the black belt divisions, black belt and brown belt divisions in IBJJF, like, I mean, that's going to ruffle some feathers for sure. Like, wouldn't you say so? Of course. Um, Can you now not make ice on the mic? Now it makes sense. For them to enter, but there's still techniques they won't be able to do. There's still going to be a lot of techniques that they're they're not going to be able to do. But I think if you cr- like cut that out, like the, any of like the spinal locks and stuff like that, or the, I guess they would still be able to do their electric chair because it's technically a I knee bar. Th- I don't think I don't know because it would be a knee bar. I don't know. I, I, because that's what part of, like, again, like, when I was watching the, the, the highlights, the DQ videos again, a lot of the guys got DQ'd because they were doing the electric chair at lower levels. Yeah, I, I to me, I think all submissions should be legal. Right, but that's not I, what we're talking I, about. I understand, but it's like, I hate that there's a rule set for stuff like that. I think, you know what I think we should, we should have a purge. A purge? A, a purge tournament. I don't think anybody would sign up. Where all submissions are legal. It kind of never really works out for Naga. It's not, not. They don't have all submissions. Are legal. There's a rule set with them, too. Yeah, but I'm saying, like, you end up getting, like, a lot of shitheads when, you, like, you have rules that, like, rule sets like that. No, I understand, but that, like, uh, you well, know. Isn't I, that, like, isn't that technically ADCC rules then? Because all submissions are legal in ADCC. All of them? I don't know. I, I don't Pretty know. sure. I don't know if there's anything illegal via ADCC. I should just text Carlos right now. He'd be like, you dummy. Are all I've, never compete, I've never competed ADCC. Submissions, points, referee, how you can win. Uh, championship G. That's not time limits, trials, legal techniques, any kind of choke except for using the hand go to close the wind wipe. Go, go do illegal techniques. Illegal, full Nelson and crucifix. So no neck crank. But that doesn't mean you can't do a, a, a twister. No striking of any kind, no eye gouging or fish hooking, no grabbing the ears, no hair pulling, no finger or toe holds. Oh, that sucks. You can't do a toe hold. 
No. It says no. no finger or toe holds. So uh, granted, fingers I'm okay with. The toe hold you should be able to do. I'm thinking they think like a like an actual toe toe, hold. Ma- toe manipulation. Toe manipulation. No thumbing. No sc- what's thumbing? Like fish hooking? I don't know. No scratching and pinching. No kicking. No biting. No touching groin area. Oh, I mean, just chop my balls off here. It goes like all of Neil's. What if uh, you do it nicely? <laughs> right? what, if, what if you What if you do it? Nicely? Can you Can you imagine? Oh, dude, how fucking nuts would that be? The middle, like the beginning of the match. All right, buddy, let's do this. And then just a little tickle, like, dude, you totally throw them off. You'd either piss them off to no end, or you throw them off. You're like, hey, whoa, what the hell? <laughs> It'd be like it would be like a full on Borat movie. Like, okay, at touch. Okay, we start. Uh, no touching groin area, no hands, knees, or elbows on face. So you can't do that. I gotta. I I would love to do this. Ready? Combat, and we're gonna do smack uh-huh. and bump. Nice dick, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, could you imagine if somebody said that to you? You you would have been. It would it would it would like killer hog son. And just, <laughs> just like just be like sweet dick. Yeah. <laughs> so you're packing heat. What? <laughs> I don't. I don't. It I don't would, think. I think, I think most, really... people, most people aren't that attentive to the conversation to be able to hear it. So you'd have to make it like really like. Awkward enough to where it stops that focus because you know how it is. You come say hi, but as soon as like you get that amp, like it's time, it's time, it's time, it's time. Like it's very hard to like to break that concentration. Yeah, it would just be funny if you could. You have to like hold hands. You have to be like, hey, nice dick, bro. No, just like go about it, like because that pause, like holding, you just got to be like, what the fuck? I is just holding my hands. Have the right inflection. You just have to be like, you just, just got to be like, you just got to be like, before you do it, you're like, dude, nice dick. <laughs> and that's, like, you really have to add emphasis to it. Yeah, you got to add emphasis to it. Like, you can't do like the, the Ace Ventura, like, sweet hog. <laughs> like, what is it like, you smell terrific. And no slippery substances allowed on body or clothing. Yeah, that's the old school. So no neck cranks. So I think there should be. It doesn't say no neck cranks. It just a full says Nelson full Nelson, Nelson crucifix. Crank. Those specific moves. It I know, but say they, no I, neck cranks. They, they, they should, they now, here, no, but see, here's the thing. So obviously we've had Carlos on here plenty of times, and I've had hours on end of conversations of just like rule sets and ADCC rules and all that stuff. ADCC rules are very specific yet very vague at the same time, and it's like that for a reason. So if it's take that, me, take says, that, take that off of there, and that's what I would like to do. Take, take that the full top, Nelson and crucifix. Yeah, off? take that top one off, and that's. Could you really submit someone with the full Nelson? Yeah, like if you really got if the, you really cranked it in. Yeah. Yes, because it's almost like a reverse can opener, and no crucifixes. How like. Because that's a total neck crank. You know what I think too is like I think with the what crucifix, if you get the crucifix and you get the choke? I think it's still because you get into that crucifix position and because of the scrambling, just style of ADCC rule set, like it just puts it at like an increased danger. Someone doing something crazy stupid to try and get or out. They, yeah, they did like try to do a backflip and broke their neck, but that's on them again. So I heard a story today, and I meant to forward it to you. Where and they actually kind of connects with the video that I was gonna I meant to show you. Where is it? Big Bad Voodoo Daddy? No, Big Bad Bigelow. Is it uh, Bam Bam Bigelow? Bam Bam Bigelow uh, was telling a story about when Andre the Giant just crapped on somebody. Yeah, like that was probably one of the funniest five minutes of my life. Where he was drinking clamato juice and tequila all day. Like in Mexico, and then that night they had to have a a match, and he just crapped on somebody's chest. Yeah, I can't remember who that was, but I know that story. So if you want to look it on YouTube, look it at. Okay, so now this is what I meant to show you, and I only need to play the audio for people. So put these on. So for those of you who have been catching the live stream, again, appreciate you jumping in. So we have the Discord channel. And we're always like, you know, you're talking trash, like how you do playing video games. So one of the guys showed me this video that, like, I guess somebody shared of someone gaming, 
but literally crapping his pants <laughs> while he was gaming. There's no video of it, but there's the, the gameplay will it, will video. It, will it make me laugh harder than Leroy Jenkins? I think so. Now, here's like, you guys God are only going to hear Leroy. the audio. You guys are only going to hear the audio. But I want you to pay attention to the sounds. Okay, so this kid is playing. I want to say he's playing like Max Payne or something like that or GTA or something. And just just listen to what happens, all right? So this was live game streaming. Not us. This is somebody else that was live game streaming and needed to go to the bathroom. Demetrius, get off the game, go to the bathroom, and take a shit. Now. Hey. Bathroom and shit now. Go to the bathroom and take a shit. I can smell you. Get off. Hey, get Go to the bathroom. I can smell you shitting yourself. Get up and go to the bathroom. No. 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 Get no. up and go to no. the bathroom. Go to the bathroom. You're shitting yourself. Not yet. Go to the bathroom. You're shitting yourself. Not yet. No. I will rip no. everything apart. I swear to God. Bad. Go to the bathroom. Not yet. You're no. shitting yourself. Not yet. You're shitting yourself. Poop is coming out of your hey. fucking asshole. Go no, to the bathroom. Not yet. Go. Not yet. No. Go to the goddamn bathroom. Not. Yet. How good is that? So, Did you hear so, him? Yeah, but it's like that's what was getting me was the. Yeah, not, yet. <laughs> not yet. Not yet. Not yet. But you could hear like okay, in the back. Crap in his pants. What? Oh, how jacked up is it? That your mom has to come in and scream at you. <laughs> Go to the bathroom because she now. can hear you crap in your pants. I can smell you. You are shitting your pants. <laughs> Ugh, no, oh no, not man. now. See, like that's what's funny is that a lot of people are like, "Oh, that would never happen to me." I used to say that too. So the day you end up pooping your pants, it happens to everybody. But I have never. Willingly sat there, just been playing video games, just shit in my pants because I didn't want to get up. I, didn't I like how Rogan says he shits his pants a couple times a year. I mean, it happens. It definitely happens. I've, I've, I, the, I've never actually shat in my pants. Really? You've I never may, ever. I may have sharted. You've never just. But I've never, I've never shat. Have you ever been so tired coming home from training where you're just like. I'm just going to go here. Like, I'm not even trying to, like, race the clock. I'm just going to go right here as I'm driving. Never. Never? Never. Have you, like, have you done the pullover, like, drop it out in the road and take off? The, I'm not going to tell you. (laughs) I'm not going to tell you where, but I have pooed in nature. In nature or, like, pulled over? No, in nature. Oh, that was whatever. Um, I've done that. Did I tell you I almost got arrested or I almost got caught pooping? No. I've never told you this? No. All right, we'll end it with that story. It's getting late. So this was, I had just started college. And I was dating a girl from like my old, old neighborhood before I moved. So I would go over there, obviously hang out. And all my friends lived in that same neighborhood. So we would just go over to to her parents' house, obviously. And we'd all just sit there and hang out. And we were there, like, all afternoon. Like, everybody was there. I'm like, oh, man, my stomach hurts. My stomach hurts. And they're like, just use the bathroom here. I'm like, no, you don't want this one in this house. I'm like, your dad hates me enough already. Like, he's not going to be happy if I drop this here. They're like, just go. I'm like, no, 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 no. But I was doing it for, like, hours. I was like, I can't. And it was just building up and building up. And then finally, it's, like, midnight. I'm like, all right, I got to go. Like, everybody's leaving. I'm like, I got to go. I got to go. Driving home, and it's just... Oh, oh, like turtle was poking. And I'm like, I, I can't. There's no way I'm not going to make it. I'm not going to make it. So the road that I used to take home was Hagen Ranch, mm-hmm. right? But it's like back then it wasn't really developed. Yes, there was homes and stuff there, but there was like nobody knew about that road. It was two lane roads. Two lane just road. two lane. There was no roundabouts or cult, nothing. It was just a straight road. It was whatever. So there's no street lights, no nothing. So I'm like, I can't, I can't, man. I, I can't do this. So I, 
Well, I had I was driving the a big forerunner at the time. So I pull over and you know how like the those housing complexes have the walls, like they have like the whatever, seven foot wall, six foot wall, and then there's bushes always in front of it. I pull over, the bushes were about like 15, 20 feet away. I just ran and I just stashed in between the wall and the bushes and just uh and it wasn't like an easy one. This this was taking some effort. Out of nowhere, I just see lights pop up, and it's a cop car, and he passes by, and then I see him stop. So I'm in the bushes just tucked like, oh, no. Oh, no. He gets out of the car. He gets out of the car, flashlight on, starts looking inside my car. Obviously, like, making sure nobody's in there or whatever. He's looking inside of the car. And then he starts shining the light on the bushes because I'm assuming the next thing he was probably thinking is, like, maybe someone pulled over here to go rob a house and come in. So he's sitting there for like a good two, three minutes. And I kid you not, I'm in the bushes just like this. Like, I'm done. I'm done. I'm like, I'm making eye contact. I know he can't see me because I'm looking through all the bushes, but I'm just tucked away and I'm like holding, holding whatever like energy I got left, trying not to breathe, just going full like ninjas down. Scanning, scanning for a couple of minutes. Turns off the light, gets back in his car, and takes off. I was like, oh, my God. After all that pressure, <laughs> got back in my car and made it home. But I was this close. Like, I've never been so close to just death. Because if you get caught pooping like that in public, that's that's not good on the I record. I think any man would would understand. No. I don't think. Any man would understand. No. When I, when I wrestled, I went to, we, went, we used to wrestle in this place up in... I want to say it's Brooksville, Florida. Uh-huh. May, may not be Brooksville, but it was around there. And we would wrestle in this place, and the bathrooms were absolutely disgusting. That's not a surprise. That's like a regular jiu-jitsu tournament. Right, but, like, beyond disgusting. Right. So what I did is I took a folding chair, uh-huh. metal folding chair, Opened it up, put it on its side. So the chairs make like a V. Right. And then I found a plastic planter. <laughs> and I, I put this, and I grabbed some toilet paper. I set it up in uh, like around the corner of everything <laughs> behind these bushes. Right. And I pooped in the planter. Why wouldn't you just sit backwards in the chair? Uh... You I just, don't know. You were bigger back then? No, it's not so much that. I, I think I was afraid of the, like, there, was, there wasn't enough spread. And, then, like, uh, what happened if I didn't get, like, like off the ta- the chair enough? Right. But when you turn it on its side, this is this is an old wrestler's trick. Right, right, right. Like, they, this is something I learned. This is <laughs> on one the of road. the things. That's life on the road. That, that, they, that I was taught by an old wrestler. Right. And he, b- before, he's like. And it was the first time I had to use the trick, and it works. Yeah. I know it works for sure. It's going to work. Yeah. Listen, like, the old road dogs are going to get you all the good tricks for sure. You're Like, have you seen the, the trailer hitch now that you can just get like that? You can yeah. just get a trailer hitch, like, toilet bowl with, like, a bag under it. So you could, like, if you go camping, put it out there. You could just sit in the back of your truck. That would be weird. I don't like people. Be, I don't like being out and pooping. Like, out in the open? Yeah, I got to be hidden. You got to be in close space? I got to be, like, I, I can't have, yeah. And I got to, everybody's got to leave me alone. Who like, was you th- know what would scare the shit out of me? Uh-huh. It would be in a prison and have a roommate. Oh, you got to, like, make eye contact and pooping? Where you got to poop with them there. That would think, that would suck. I think at one point you finally just get over it. Oh, I'm sure. But until you do, uh, until I did, yeah, I w- it would suck the entire time. Yeah. It's like... I like to be alone when I poop. I don't want anybody talking to me. You're a home bowl kind of guy. Yeah, I don't. I don't want. I don't want people calling me. Yeah, like having conversations, no, having the conversation. Yeah, I don't want to talk to you. I Have just you seen be... the 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 video of the guy handing out Halloween candy in the stalls? No, dude. I gotta say, <laughs> this video is so good. This guy's sitting there in the toilet stall with a giant bowl of Halloween candy. He's like Snickers and like Three Musketeers and stuff, and he just goes under the wall and goes. Hey, bud, happy Halloween. <laughs> and the guy is like, are you serious? He's like, yeah. He's like, all right, thanks. Then he goes to the other side where the urine and all that. He's like, hey, bro, happy Halloween. 
And the guy's like, just starts laughing. He's like, are you serious right now? He's like, yeah. He's like, I've never been so close to an angel. <laughs> and he goes, he grabs like a handful. And he's like, I think there's somebody in like the stall in front of you. Like they might want some candy. <laughs> he's like, hey, bro, here you go. Happy Halloween. You know, one of my favorite, one of my favorite gags is when someone goes to a public bathroom, says they don't have toilet paper and like take Nutella. Just like hand and it. Then, and oh. grab it. I can't even imagine what I would do if someone did that to me. I would freak out. I would I would probably scrub my hand until it bled and then just set it on fire. I would just straight up throw like gasoline on my hand it's and set it on fire. Gag. Oh, it's great. You don't see it like when the parents do it to the kids and stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. I see the little boy I see one of our little boy was going. <laughs> <laughs> Those are the best. I love a good prank like that. No, but the, like, other, the other good one is when they're in the when they're in the uh, when they're in a stall and they take like a water bottle. Oh, and they squirt it on the person. Squirt it on the person's oh, shoe. You see, like the one that do get super pissed and starts banging on the door. I don't know. Yeah, there's they all one. get pissed. Yeah, but like the guy's like gets up and he starts like smashing on the door. He's trying to like punch this kid. Man, I but like getting. Shoes peed on, I think, happens when you go to, like, football games and stuff. Especially when they have, like, the whole trough system. Super awkward, by the way. That trough system is the most... I don't mind a trough. I don't mind it, but it's definitely an awkward, like, system. Like... Have you seen the guys... Just, like, go and brush their... Like, scrub their face in the trough? No. Passed out in troughs. Oh, yeah. I've seen that. I've seen that in person. I've seen that in person. One of the funniest things I ever saw, I'll never forget this... Because I used to go up to party in uh, Orlando all the time. I'd go, like, once a month. And we went to this bar in downtown Orlando. And the way that it's set again, super weird. But you go into the bar, and there's urinals right there behind a two-way or one-way mirror, I guess. Two-way mirror, whatever it's called. So you could see the whole bar. Oh, I've been in a place like that. Which is awkward. But, mind you, there's a line of guys. There's You know where there's a place like that? Up in Abacoa. I'm not surprised. But there was a guy, like, using the urinal while he's texting on the phone. One dude in front of me. And then, obviously, like, I'm standing there. And this guy's sitting there, like, brunch wasted while texting. And he dropped his BlackBerry phone straight into the urinal that's filled. He's like, oh, fuck. We were just sitting there, like, not trying to laugh. He's like. Damn it. <laughs> He's like sitting there like scrubbing it off. Bro, we just started dying. It's like a like a bathroom full of dudes just dying you laughing. You know, the, the, the cover photo for this should just be us and a bunch of poop emojis. Poop emojis? I can, I can make that happen. <laughs> I can just make you pooping in the woods. Uh, all right. I think that's it for us. Um, no big news to, to share this week. Don't forget to check out the live stream. As always, don't forget to follow Sean at Gorilla Boy BJJ. Follow me at Sonder Marketing. And don't forget to follow the podcast at Jiu-Jitsu Radio. We're on YouTube everywhere. You can check us out on YouTube for the live game streams. Um, we haven't heard about any other tournaments uh, coming up that we might be able to live stream. But stay tuned. Check out the website, jujitsuradio.com. And as always, please go ahead and support our sponsors, Choke Aloha, Jiu-Jitsu Soap Co., and Giraffe Choke. Check out the description of the podcast to get the hookup on the discounts. And we'll catch you guys next time. Peace.